Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's hot in the strip clubs? Your hosts, the 2016 and 2017 recipients of the Exotic Dancer Publications DJ of the Year Award, Danny Myers and Alon Fong. Hey, welcome to another episode of What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. I am Danny Myers. That is Alon Fong. What's going on with you on a day like today? Well, man, I I thought we should have a talk. I saw a little post you put up the other day uh, saying that uh, something about 40 years in industry, something about a mic drop. I'm not really sure, clear what's going on. So I'm kind of curious what the what the big news is, what the announcement is, what the what's happening. Yeah. So I I got your attention by uh, by saying that. Yeah. 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 Um, I I don't I don't know. Do you you really want to know? Well, yeah, I want to know. But I mean. So I don't know. I'm, it was a good teaser. You got me uh, curious as to what's going on. I mean, you've been doing this for what, what twenty eight years in a strip club, forty yeah. years in overall, right? DJing uh, forty six total. Twenty eight in the in the in the. I started off um, like I started off back in the disco days. You know, back in the seventies as a DJ before you were even a, uh, before you were even a gleam in your daddy's eye, hey now. as they would like you don't to know say. That. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, I started off uh, as a failed musician. I never made it anywhere as a musician. I started doing wedding receptions as a DJ. I didn't really know what I was doing, but, you know, you didn't have to back then, honestly. Um, Then all of a sudden I I, uh, started doing clubs. I started doing the discotheques back in the late 70s. I used to work for a club called Mingles Disco. That was my first full time. Mingles, <laughs> yes. Get ready to mingle because you're single. You know, the place single to and see, ready to mingle. Look at the place to <laughs> see and be seen. That was the catchphrase. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah, was yeah. actually in a Ramada Inn. And ah, uh, yeah. Nice. So oh, I Everyone was there. Put clubs and hotels. Yeah, I was there for a few years and kind of bounced around from there. I uh, ended up at a club called Christie's, no relation to the strip club uh chain uh that was in a marriott a lot of the hotels back then had discos and and bars you know bounced around worked for uh, jeff ruby at the precinct for a little bit he had a a club upstairs originally up and down in his uh, restaurant down in cincinnati Uh, i ended up at a place called the conservatory for a majority of my club life um and that was uh that was a big club uh in northern kentucky which was basically greater cincinnati right next to the waterfront Cool. So, you know, I, I did that, and I don't know. Then all of a sudden, I got into the strip club business. <laughs> How, in God's name, did you end up in the strip club? Okay, DJ. so um, the club I was working at Conservatory was sold to a, uh, a mortician, and he pretty much killed the business. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was our running joke. Yeah, he killed the business, died in yeah, no time. They fired me almost immediately when they took over because I was pretty uh, pretty vocal about uh, them selling it and just, you know, coming in here sure. with all their stupid ideas. So uh, <laughs> I was out of work and uh, not really doing a whole lot, finding whatever I could. I was actually working at a teen club for a little bit. I was like mid-40s and working at a teen club. That was interesting. That's funny. And uh, a friend... <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine called me up and he said, hey, you know, I um, well, this guy actually did sound and lighting for clubs. And he mm -hmm. said, I'm going up to uh, to Diamonds tonight up in Dayton. And, uh, you know, uh, by the way, they got an opening for a day shift strip club DJ. And I, you should go with me and talk to them. And I said, yeah, no, no, no way. I, I'm not, <laughs> not me, man. I am not DJing in a strip club because, <laughs> you know, I had just heard the rumors that it was, you know, you had to change your voice to, hey, okay, coming up on the stage, you know. And, oh, boy. So I ended up going up there, and then they, they asked me if I would come in that following Saturday and audition. So I did that. And, uh, oh, great audition story for you, though, by the way. All right. So here's how I auditioned. They put me on the microphone. This is, they were not open. It was a Saturday afternoon. Okay. Myself and another guy who was applying. The two owners of Diamonds and the two other DJs from Diamonds were sitting out in the audience, and they gave us a piece yeah. of paper to read. They, they could care less about my, my uh, music choices because they were going to tell us what music to play. So, oh, you know, okay. this, the only thing they really cared about was that, you know, you had a voice. Right. So they give us this piece of paper to read, and I can remember it, like memorized it. It was the feature uh, intro. And it was, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Diamonds Cabaret. Diamonds is proud to present another engagement in our feature performance series. In a moment, blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. So the other guy reads it, stumbles all over it. And so then they said, okay, let's hear this other guy. So I got on and I said, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And Luke, the main owner, just stood up and walked out of the audition. I said, well, fuck, nice. I guess that didn't go very well. <laughs> um, so after I got done, I just kept reading it. And then I went down and they said, when can you start? I said, well, I didn't think he liked me. So why would you say that? I said, because he walked out after I said, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. He said, no, you said good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And he said, hire him. And he walked out. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And look, you you've came back full circles because you returned to Diamonds, what, about three years ago? Yeah, I was at Diamonds for, um, I guess, like 13 years. Uh, then right, I left, then left there for a while, went to Harem. Uh, yeah. They got shut down. Bounced around, had a cup of coffee in a few places, and then um, I ran into Luke at uh, one of the ED Expos, and he said, hey, we got a couple days open. If you're not doing anything, why don't you come work for us again? And so I did, and so the last three, three and a half years, I've been just sort of doing a part-time thing there, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday guy, so. Right on. Well, I, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, ask you a follow-up question as far as, you know, you, like you said, you got over 40 years of experience, 28 years in strip clubs, but what has changed in the clubs, particularly strip clubs, more specifically? Um, and and well, let's start there. What what are the, some of the major changes you think, uh, for good and for bad? Okay, and the, for the clubs or for the DJ? Strip clubs for the clubs and themselves. Clubs. Yeah, and, um, and and of course, as relates to DJs. But okay, well, I'll start with the club. Um, I think the biggest change is really the um, uh, the level of expectation from the customer. Um, I remember even as a customer going to strip clubs in the 90s and, you know, it was just kind of a pretty big deal to see a boob. I mean, there was no, <laughs> no even beginning to think about touching and closest thing to contact was their knee would brush your knee while you're right, down there getting right. a $10 table dance. Um, but yeah, it was just, um, you know, this is back when, you know, you didn't see like girls weren't running around that 
frequently flashing boobs and things. If you wanted to see a boob, you either watched HBO or one of those late night shows or, or Porky's <laughs> or one of those movies. Um, I mean, it's, it's just like strange girls that you didn't know just didn't show boobs. And that was just like one of the weirdest <laughs> things, you know, that a, a girl I don't even know for 10 bucks is going to, you know, dance for me and take off her top. Yeah. Uh, and nowadays you've got this level of expectation where, you know, people want so much more. And, and I blame... I don't know if I blame that. I will say it's because of the internet. Um, the internet is, you know, obviously it's not a big deal to see a boob anymore, you know. Right. Uh, so, you know, that's been there. And with everything else uh, just kind of coming along, um, that, 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 that is what I would say is the biggest change for the, uh, for the clubs themselves is, is the level right. of expectation. And what about for DJs then? What, do you, what, what have you seen change over your career? Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, well, obviously, I started with records, uh, okay. you know, and then even when I went to Diamonds, which would have been in 1996, they still okay. had turntables there. Uh, nice. They had a CD player and a mini disc player. Mini so, disc, I remember mini disc. Yeah, I mean, I think as a DJ, um, it was a lot of it was a lot harder to do back then because you had to learn so much more. You know, nowadays everything is computerized. You yeah. load a song and put a playlist and you know things like that. But you actually had to know your music back then. You had to know your CD library. Uh, you had to, like all these little stickers on the CDs. You know, uh, song two on this one is good. Cue at sixteen seconds. These little stickers. <laughs> so you would do that. But your whole time you were DJing, you had to like constantly okay put the CD away, put it back on the rack where it goes, grab another one. And I think you really always had to be thinking uh, up on the fly quite a bit uh, faster. Nowadays with the computers, um, I hate to say it, but anybody can go through the mechanics of being a DJ now. You mm -hmm. know, everybody knows how to load a Spotify playlist. Um, so the mechanics of being a DJ uh, have drastically made it easier for the industry. Now, does that mean that it's easier to DJ now? No, it's still very difficult to do it right. Um, okay. But yeah, I think that uh, the technology is one of the biggest differences. Uh, back then, the DJ, we were the experts on music, man. The girls learned about their music from us. We did our research, our Billboard magazines, our listen to Casey Kasem's things like that. And we brought <laughs> the girls to new music and they relied on us for new music. And nowadays with, um, you know, with TikTok and Spotify and everything, and if a girl's got a favorite artist, you know, their phone's going to recommend 20 other songs that they might like. And so they're bringing us songs now. So that's why I think one of the biggest changes right there too. The entertainers are much more educated about music. People in general, customers even, are much more educated about music than they were back in the 90s. I wouldn't say they're more educated. I would say they're more uh, aware and want what they want and know what they like. I don't know that they're more educated about music in general. And a lot of that is, again, like you said, the expectation of the customer now is, is much higher, not just with what the girls do, but with music, with how they're treated, et cetera. And then, you know, the other thing you didn't touch upon, but the girls have much more say now because of the, the class action lawsuits, et cetera, uh, that have determine and change music format and and what and what can't be played or what they can ask for and blah 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 it's totally changed from when you know we started in the industry 25 28 years ago uh you know and there's good and bad things to that you know um technology yes definitely changed things quite a bit i'd agree with that and just you know i think we've, we've mentioned it on our other shows but just the overall and you touched upon it a little bit 
sexuality has become more and more prevalent and prominent everywhere, right? On your phone, social media, internet, like you said. Um, and also people just expect more because of that. Like you said, they're used to seeing it everywhere at all times. So I think that's definitely true. And, and, and the, the norms regarding sexuality and sex and sex work have totally changed as well. So I think all those things are definitely making it more and more difficult to be a DJ, Danny Myers. And I, I don't mean on the functional doing the job of finding a good paying gig, because at the end of the day, most nightclubs have never truly paid their DJs. We make our money usually from uh, a fee from the entertainers and the club maybe pays us a low hourly or a shift pay or something like that, right? So most of our money came from the entertainers. And now that uh, DJs, we, you know, the, you almost have to play what the girls want because you're a slave to the money. If you want to make any money, you got to, if you want to make money off the girls to get them to tip you or pay you more, then you have to play what they want, whether that's good or bad for the club is irrelevant. And, you know, all those changes and, and programs like show club and cover jock, uh, which are replacing a lot of earlier shifts, early in the day shifts and uh, proving ground shifts where young DJs learn and cut their teeth, so to speak, are disappearing. So there's a lot of challenges uh, for all of us in the industry, DJs in particular, though, as, as we seem to be being minimized somewhat. I think the great DJs are really good people Clubs appreciate a really good DJ for sure. I think I think they still do that. They still stand out. Um, you know, you've said numerous times, "What more can you do besides DJ? You have to create more value for yourself." Mm -hmm. And while I agree with that, well, that could be doing social media or doing the you know posters for them or uh, sound you know, and lights, so, so much maintenance on the sound right, light maintenance system, on lights, yeah. right, all that sort of thing. While that's true, I also feel like the clubs have taken advantage of that as well and. DJs aren't compensated for the extra work they are doing either. So some clubs do, some don't. So, you know, there's, again, it's a complex thing, but many, many issues there. Uh, but you've seen it all come and go. And uh, I'm curious to find out what it is that you are teasing about. Is there, is there something else you need to say? Get off your chest before that. Yeah, I might as well go ahead and make this announcement. Okay. Well, tell you what, hold on. Let me, let me handle some business first. We'll have that announcement coming up right after this. This is DJ Mike D with my chums, Danny Myers and Elon Fong, right here on the What's Hot in the Strip Club podcast on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. What's hot in the strip clubs? Your hosts, Danny Myers and Alon Fong. All right, we are back. What's hot in the strip clubs? You're hanging out with me, Elon Fong, and Mr. Danny Myers, who uh, we just teased a minute ago, has a big announcement. I don't know what it is either, so I'm very curious. So, Mr. Danny Myers, my friend, uh, my podcast co-host, host, producer, what is going on? What's the big news? Let, uh, it, let us know. Okay, well, I posted my exact post that I put on Facebook a couple days ago. Said, after 46 years as a DJ, 28 of those in the strip club industry, I have an announcement to make. Listen sure. to the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast Friday, July 28th to listen to the next chapter. Dun, dun, dun. So these are the type of comments I'm getting, first of all. CJ Spin says, so you're starting in OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, uh, people love the Silver Fox, Danny. Yeah, okay, so if I was to start an OnlyFans, I would start the one that uh, would be competition for Apple's stripper channel, which, <laughs> and I don't think there's a market for one called Microsoft, so therefore I don't think oh, I'll be able to do oh, that. Oh, bum 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 Yeah, where's my, where's my rim shot? Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> Sean Ritchie says, you're coming out transgender. Good for you. Okay, two things, Sean Ritchie. One, when you're going to write, you're coming out your is Y-O-U apostrophe, or Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, not Y-O-U-R. So, Sean Ritchie, if you're going to you know, make comments, at least learn to spell. And second of all, even if I did come out as transgender, you still would not stand a chance. <laughs> uh, his very good friend, Bailey Fox, said, I really hope yes. the answer is yes, and you finally GTFO out of the BS. She's a little angry at the industry, so oh, okay, we'll give her okay. a pass there. Kelly Johnson, a.k.a. House Mom Heaven, says you're opening your own club. Um, no Question way. Mark? Absolutely no way. No <laughs> way. No way. I thought that might be it, too. No. Mike Boyle says, so we don't have to chart anymore? No, <laughs> That's you're still not true. Chart. Yeah. I'll, tell, I'll handle that one. Yeah. No, you're still going to chart. Yeah. Oh, and, look at that. See? Even the thunder was mad at you. Wow. And uh, Gracie Cardosi said, whatever you do, you'll be amazing. You are a great person. Thank you very much, Gracie Cardosi. She's right. Uh, okay. So um, 
couple things. I am uh, opening up a new chapter. I am not retiring from what I do, but I am setting part of it aside. I am leaving the microphone from the club standpoint. Um, my last day, well, let's see, if we release this on Friday, my last day would have been last Wednesday, which is actually okay. two days from now because we're recording it on the previous <laughs> Monday. So now you're really confused. Um, I am leaving Diamonds Cabaret DJ booth. Wow. Um, uh, I just, you know, um, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's time. I've been doing it yeah. for a long time. Um, I don't enjoy it as much. I don't get that rush probably yeah. because, you know, I mean, you know, our, our, our industry has gotten from our standpoint, kind of boring is play and talk, play and talk, play and talk. And, you know, so, uh, so from that side of it, you know, I'm no, no hard feelings toward the club. The club has always been very, very good to me. I'm just, uh, it's time for me to uh, walk away from the microphone. I am still staying on with Diamonds Cabaret in a, um, in a, in a role to where I'll be helping them out with some of their promotions, their uh, vi video, audio, uh, remixing, cool. um, their music. I'm still going to be um, getting music up to them uh, and doing my Danny, My Danny Meyer strip club music edits, meaning the taking these two minute songs and uh, extending them to three. Uh, sure. So a lot of things I can still do for them. Um, of course, we are still keeping our podcast. In fact, I want to I want to get more into that. So I'm going to have more time to uh, to dedicate to the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast. Um, I started getting uh, doing a lot more production lately for feature performers to where I am mm -hmm. uh, doing their their intros, their music sets because um, well, I'm not going to go ahead and give a whole plug for this thing, but I'm helping them out with their music sets so they sound better on these uh, especially on the automated systems and sure. and with uh, and there's not really a lot of DJs that can hype feature performers anymore, so I'm I'm recording their intros. And things Very cool. like that. So between all of that and uh, and just uh, any other fun thing I can come up with, that is the future. But um, I am uh, setting the microphone aside for all right. now. Well, with first, yeah, but first, I, I think I got to throw you some flowers, man. First of all, okay. if this is if Wednesday night is the last time that you uh, strip club DJ in a DJ booth, let me say that you've left an impeccable career. I mean, you've made a mark that very few DJs have made. Uh, you've left a legacy without a doubt from the podcasts that we're on that you started uh, along with some other gentlemen, but you've been the driving force behind them for, for many years now, going on nine years uh, from the DJ booth to being on the board of directors at Panda and, and, and being a part of that, what I guess, third generation of Panda that really made it grow. And, you know, most importantly to me, you've always wanted to help DJs and make DJs better. All DJs, whether it was a DJ in a little club or a you know DJ in a mega club, whether it could be with music or talking in the mic or social media promotion or whatever, you've always been about helping other DJs, you know, be great at their craft. And that's it. And that has always been your intention with everything you do. And so mad props, mad love to you. You know, you're you're my brother uh and my my partner here on this podcast. And much love and respect to you. So thank you for your uh, 40 plus years in DJing and 28 years in the strip clubs. Well, you're throwing all those compliments my way and I'm hearing thunder in the background. Like, I know. Uh, you know, so is this like, you know. <laughs> Someone's like, no, you can't leave the strip club booth, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> is there a scenario that might entice you to come back? Never say never. 
Right. Never say never. I think um, the right scenario, um, I could get back into it. It would, uh, it would take, um, it would take a situation of a club where I feel like I'm throwing a party. Um, you sure. know where, I like I missed going out on stage and doing things like wing contests and foxy boxing and <laughs> and feature performances and just getting out of the booth and having fun. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. kind of like you know, like like Jeb's Club, you know, down there in Huntsville, Alabama, with the Pony mm-hmm. Clubs. You know, where they do like mud wrestling and biscuits and gravy wrestling and you and I went to spaghetti and meatballs Meet the and uh, threw a bunch <laughs> of meatballs at girls. So that was odd. I mean, that would have gotten that, me kicked out 20 years ago. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that I think if, if the right opportunity came about, um, that, that I could see getting back into it. Yeah. Make strip clubs fun again. But yeah, but you know, I mean, here's the whole thing. I um I live in Cincinnati, Ohio. I've lived here my whole sure. life. My family's here. Um, you know, I've had opportunities to leave Cincinnati and move to other markets, but honestly. Family's here, and family's the most important thing to me. You know, my son and I are uh, season ticket holders to FC Cincinnati, our soccer team, and we go to games constantly. And, uh, you know, so it's it's been, you know, I mean, I to give that up, to move to a whole nother market, it's um, it's going to take some, um, uh, some convincing, and it's going to take right the situation. right situation. Uh, you know, to where I can still come back because I, you know, I'm not leaving family. I'm 67 years old. My family's sure. here. My kids here. You know, so you know, I'm not. I'm not going to leave this on a permanent basis. So uh, yeah, that's um, that's what well, it would cool, take. Man. So if anybody out there, you know, um, wants to like pay buy me a jet and fly me to your club for maybe a couple <laughs> weeks and then fly me back home for a couple weeks you know i'm not I, asking for much yeah no nah, no nah. you know i mean i don't even know if you have to buy me the jet just book my An mx black ticket. expense card you know all that sort of stuff yeah <laughs> company ferrari or lamborghini you know just yeah all things. those things so i guess that's meaning <laughs> no i probably won't get by the microphone but no it's been it's been an unbelievable ride um, from everything that I have done uh, through the years. As I say, I started DJing in the mid-70s, got in the strip clubs in 96, Oof. and here we are in 2023 and still going at it. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's time to set that part of my life aside and open up a new chapter, and I'm excited to see where this, uh, this next chapter is. Uh, hopefully Absolutely. there's more chapters to come before that um, many, that that final chapter that you know that we don't want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> well danny i'm sure i'm excited to see what you do obviously i know we'll be, keep doing the podcast so uh we'll share with you guys whatever you get into if bigger things come along but again man congratulations on a phenomenal career and a, a great legacy you've left uh for strip club dj so great job and i look forward to seeing what comes next brother all right. And do all of the rest of you check out all of our podcasts at including the Panda Top 20 bubbling under off the charts, classic remixes, flashback Friday slip strip club, music hall of fame, behind the curtain, rock and pod recap. They can all be found at what's hot itsc.com. Dot com. Danny. <laughs> what a out. bro. You're a professional. Thanks for listening to What's Hot in the Strip Clubs with Danny Myers and Alon Fong, presented by Panda and Strip Joints Music. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. Thanks for listening.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 